Good afternoon, and welcome to Faith Talk with Zamaya. You're listening to your inspirational podcast, where faith and hope collide. Hello, and welcome to Faith Talk with Zamaya. I'm yours truly, your host, Zamaya. We have completed, officially, the first week of June. Oh my goodness. I hope that it has been nothing short of amazing for you. We definitely have had some really beautiful weather these last couple of days after what seemed like some never-ending <laughs> rainy days. Um, the sun has really been blessing us. I've been going out on my lunch break and it has been so beautiful outside and just taking a walk and getting a breather. And, you know, because sometimes it's really good that after you like, you know, you're working and you're working and you get to your lunch break, it's really good to just get a little breather and walk away from your desk, walk away from, you know, what's going on, the norm of your day and just regroup. And so if you can get outside, do it because it has been so beautiful these last couple of years. Um, and so don't miss that. Don't miss that opportunity to have like a little mini therapy session <laughs> while walking in the beautiful sun. But, um, well, it's mid-year. Hello. We are well on our way to finishing out the first six months of the year. What? <laughs> what? Is that like just like bananas or what? Like it is already the sixth month of the year and we are completing, you know, the first six months. And so, you know, have you met your goals yet? You know, I know a lot of times we have these New Year goals and, you know, these New Year's resolutions. And most people say that by, or research says, by March, <laughs> we switch gears. So how many of you faithful people out there are still like, hey, I have aced my goals for the new year. Well, listen, you still have time. You still have time to make your plan, you know, to have a better um, second half of the year. And, you know... So I wanted, you know, one of the goals that I wanted for uh, this new year is I wanted to travel more. And so, so far I've been to Atlanta, which Atlanta is not that far from me. So, you know, it's one of my easy go-to trips, but I've been to Atlanta. I've been to Dubai. Oh my gosh, you, you guys, if it is, you know, at all possible budget, go to Dubai. It's such an amazing place. And I've been to Perdido Key. Next up, is Miami. Bienvenido Miami. <laughs> I am so excited to go to Miami. It's like a family trip and we are going to have a blast I already now. And so, you know, I'm just learning to not only love my life, but live it to the fullest. And because, uh, you know, we all have those moments where we look at our life with that insane measuring tool we use that says that we're off schedule. You know, you're not where you're supposed to be. And I don't know about you. I had a mental timeline and, you know, in my mind, you know, of where I should be at what time, at what age, what I should have, all those things. And, you know, sometimes reality is like way behind your mental, you know, timeline. And according to me, 
And, you know, that can be frustrating. You know, it can bring about anxiety. That space between where you are and where you want to be is like a breeding ground for depression and anxiety and anger. And, you know, we're often, we hear about depression and anxiety. Um, you know, we're used to, we're used to that when we're feeling slack. But anger, you know, anger, just most people don't discuss the anger. It's so silent and it threatens everything holy, everything beautiful about your life that, you know, anger, um, and, and if the anger is not addressed, it can be a, a ticking time bomb, like really. And today I just believe that God wants to disengage your bomb, you know, he wants to be a well in your thirsty place, you know, because it's natural. Anger is a natural emotion, but we don't want to live in that anger. And, you know, when I look at Merriam-Webster, anger is defined as a strong feeling of displeasure. Now, that's the first <laughs> definition. The second definition is rage. I am raging. <laughs> now, that's, it's not funny, but I couldn't help but <laughs> see how quickly that escalates. You know how people say, oh, well, that escalated quickly. Uh, yeah, it escalated <laughs> really quickly. Quickly Went from, oh, I'm just having a strong feeling of displeasure to I am, you know, rage. You know, I am here. And rage is a, is defined as violent, uncontrollable anger. So it's like you're simmering and then now you're out boiling. And so, you know, it's the thought and then there's the action. And I believe that that is why Ephesians 4 and 26 is be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. You know, God knew we would get angry, frustrated with life and people. He just wanted us to use self-control as to not offend him or others. And you know, the worst decisions are made out of anger. The harshest and most regretful words stem from anger. You know, living your life that way just discounts from the gift it really should be. And I know some are probably like, you know, how do I be angry and not sin? Because anger sometimes brings you to the point of no return. But really, beloved, this is really the turning point, not the point of return. You know, what are you going to do with these emotions? It's it's flesh or spirit. You know, which one am I going to allow to lead me? And a normal person, when angry, speaks out of anger and acts out of anger and functions out of that angry place. And there's very little that, you know, one can do to pacify that anger. But as believers, hello, as believers... This is a turning point. It's not the point of a return. You know, it may be a boiling point. <laughs> you may be hot like, oh, I am so upset right now. But guess what? The same hot water that hardens also softens. You know, and I acknowledge that there are several instances where anger is the appropriate and understandable emotion. However, the emotion cannot, must not, oh my gosh, lead the motion. You know, emotions are just too unstable to give them full authority over your life, friends. And I recently had an incident where I had to choose whether I would allow anger to lead me, to allow, you know, hate to overtake me because of the actions of another. And the anger was legitimate, like the different scenario. And it's so funny because when you're angry, the different scenarios of how, you know, you can respond in anger, they play through your mind. And it's because the enemy is hoping that, you know, you choose at least one, you know, so that he can be glorified. And I just refuse to be his representative. I will not allow him 
to boast that I furthered his agenda. So, you know, I chose peace. You know, it, it was hard. It is hard, you know, because when you suffer an injustice, you want immediate revenge. You want God to avenge you quickly. And he doesn't, you know, um, most often times he changes us first, you know, the offended, he changes the offended first and then he changes your perspective and he reminds you that all things work together for your good that you know what the enemy meant for evil will result in a glorious end for you and you're like yeah yeah jesus i know i know but hey, listen i understand all that <laughs> but look at what they're doing look is what look at what is happening i didn't do anything like anything and then he hits you with you know yeah i know same way they did me except uh i was crucified you know, I surround mine and you have the power to rise above yours as well. Silence, right? <laughs> Way to get me together, Lord. <laughs> so, you know, you really, you know, I, I'm grateful that the Lord will do that because some really horrific things have come out of acting out of anger or speaking out of anger. You know, you just need to, you know, be able to have... Um, people call them coping mechanisms and you need your coping mechanisms in order to bring deductive reasoning back and saying, you know what, let's, let's rethink this, you know, first of all, why is this making me this angry? Second of all, is it worth it? And third, what do I look like? You know, am I going to represent Christ, you know, in my actions in what I do, or will I become a, rep a representative of Satan? Will I further his agenda, you know, and what he's doing? And you guys, I just, I don't, I refuse to be team devil <laughs> okay I, I really want to live a life that's holy and pleasing unto the lord and that is a great representation of him and so i was listening to a song called a heart to forgive i love 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 this song it is by kevin lavar and it just blessed my soul and if you haven't heard it definitely go listen i promise it helps to break the walls because anger has the ability to build walls and harden your heart and but as I was listening, he was saying a heart that forgives, a heart that lets go. Friends, we need that. A heart that lets go. If a person, place, or thing threatens your peace, you need a heart to let go, you know. Not a heart to go off or fight or, you know, just be, you know, just out of control, you know, going into rage. Just that uncontrollable anger, um, violent. It's not worth it. At the end of the day, it is not worth it. And listen, jail is never worth it. <laughs> it is never worth it. Um, and anger is so funny because anger, it causes so much stress just in your body. You know, it literally changes your body function. And, you know, we have to learn to let go you know, no matter what it is, it's like, what, is, what do they say? You are too blessed to be stressed, <laughs> okay? Um, and you really are. Like, if you think about your life and you think about where you could have been, listen, you are way too blessed to be stressed. And so I just want to give you three tips or, or encouragement. You know, do your moments of anger because we all, we're human. We're going to get angry. We're going to get upset. We're going to be disappointed. But I think that, you know, number one, if your anger is toward a person, forgiveness, grace, mercy, forgiveness, grace, mercy, <laughs> those are going to be your three best friends when it comes to dealing with people. Those would be your antidote, you know, for some, cut them off, you know, and that's okay too. 
But forgiveness, grace, and mercy, they are the true medicine for this type of anger. You know, humans are human. You know, we have expectations, and when they are not met, disappointment happens. Um, but if you consider that you too will not meet someone's expectation, that you too will need grace and you will need mercy, it is easier to forgive others. And in some instances, completely, you know, dissolving the relationship is the best decision. Don't do it out of hate or spite, but do it because your worst person is with them in your life and your best person is without them. You know, I've heard it said, when loving you is hurting me, it's just time to let go. And, you know, you will get to a point to where it, it, it's not a breaking point or a point of no return, but it will get, you'll, you'll get very calm and you'll understand it's time to move on. Like, I love you, but I'm going to have to love you from a distance, a far distance, like a United States to Australia distance. <laughs> and it's okay. Live your life. Be amazing. Have an amazing life. But... You and I, we've reached as far as we're going to go, and it's time to let go. Okay, number two, if your anger is toward your station in life, I know sometimes people get so angry because of, you know, what they don't have or what they think they should have or just the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. And I'm telling you, gratefulness, thankfulness, and reflection will be your go-to, beloved, okay? Consider all that you have. It's so easy to say what we don't have or what we want. Uh, but when you consider all that you have, there's always someone worse off than you. You know, that food that you have, someone is starving for. That warm home, someone wishes they had. That car is a blessing that some are waiting on. And you have two legs. <laughs> some have one or none. You know, can you see? Some are blind. Literally, for every hardship, there's a place for praise. And, you know, sometimes you have to... Uh, 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 praise your way out of, you know, an attitude that you may have, you know, because there literally is, you know, a place for praise, a place where you can just say, thank you, Lord. You know, I'm not where I could be. That's where reflection comes in. You look back over your life and you consider all the victories. You know, if he did it before, he can do it again. And also if he promised it, you can bet your money on it. And if it is somewhere, you know, you want to be, if there's something that you want to do, do the research, find the mentor, do the work, and never give up. Remember, it's a marathon, not a sprint, you know, and you're going to come out with the win. I just believe it. And finally, the last bit of encouragement, if your anger is toward God, listen, it, <laughs> I can be honest and say I have been angry with God just for different things that have come in my life. And that's bold. You listen, y'all, we are very bold to be angry with God. Okay, <laughs> This is God. But um, it's our humanity, you know. Um, we do get angry. We, we, we shake our fist at God. But I think the best thing to do is forgive yourself for bringing God back down from heaven to earth before his second return. You know, when we are angry with God, it's because we don't see him as we should. You know, we made him more human than holy. And he is just, you know. He is loving, he is jealous, he is quiet, and he is a storm. And at any given moment, we are never ever going to fully understand everything. And while we may shake our fist at God, or like Job's wife wants to curse God and die, the fact remains that a life without him is absolutely no life at all. 
So my sister, my brother, even when you feel like, you know, he is your enemy, I promise you, God is your greatest ally. And because when you are counting him out, you know, he is still counting you in. When you have decided to give up, he is still holding on. So cry, <laughs> talk to yourself, count to 100, take deep breaths, pray, meditate, and live and love. You know, you can be angry and sin not. But I'm praying that you would be encouraged and relent not. You know, may the joy of the Lord be your strength and your favorite disposition. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for all the love you pour out. We thank you that you do all things well. We thank you that your work in us is not done. Lord, we bring before you our anger, our disappointments, our frustrations. Lord, I'm asking that you would take all of it and use it for your glory. That we will become passionate, righteous indignation, Lord, about the issues of your heart. Forgive us for walking in anger or bitterness, holding grudges, Father. Help us to walk in love, to see your hand in the midst of it all. Father, we ask that you continue to create in us clean heart and renew in us right spirits. That we would be men and women after your heart, fulfilling your will in every way and every day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.